Utopia, an Italian study, the podcast. An essay version of this podcast is available on utopiaitalia.substack.com. Subscribe to keep getting updates and paid subscribe for some extra funky content. Utopia, an Italian study, is a somewhat futile attempt to make sense of life in Italy by pinning seemingly bizarre happenings down like butterflies for observation and further study. No butterflies were harmed in the making of this podcast. This is Arrival, or Business Cards, Part 3 of 3. I thought we looked even more ridiculous than I'd anticipated as we waited in the absurdly long line to check in. Though we were so far from the front we weren't even in a properly designated queue, I was fairly confident that we weren't yet going to miss our flights on account of any of the events thus far. Still, we had witnessed enough tears from other passengers to keep doubt alive and well in my mind. Several individuals hadn't gotten the memo about the rapid test, while some abandoned their precious progress in the queue on the advice of strangers like us, who shared the depressing news that they'd need a rapid test to advance any further, many waited until they made it to the front of the line to try to argue with the airline directly, ineffective, delaying everyone involved. I nearly cried with relief when a ping told me that our rapid test results had actually been texted to my phone as promised. When we finally made it to the front of the line, a surprising problem arose— the person behind the counter said that additional changes had been made and there were now limits on how many pieces of baggage each person could check and that the limit was two each or half the number of bags that we had. Remaining as calm as possible, I explained that I had already purchased each additional bag online for a crippling 70 euros each. I tried to allow only enough panic into my voice to elicit pity rather than defensiveness from the already on-edge airline employee. Fortunately, she called a supervisor who decided that since we'd already paid, we could be an exception. I thought of my business cards once again. Ashlyn Romagnoli, possible clairvoyant, incredibly relieved. Once we were free of our cumbersome checked bags and managed to make it through security in a surprisingly timely manner, surprising until I realized that the security line was so short because so many individuals failed to meet the requirements for receiving their boarding passes to begin with, I began to breathe a little easier. The flight itself was short, with an hour layover in Amsterdam before we would continue on to Rome. Arranging these flights had been another tricky piece. We had to fly KLM as they were actually allowing pets on flights, and originally we were meant to fly through Paris, but then Paris stopped allowing any animal travel for some reason, even if the pets were only in transit through the airport rather than staying in the city. Despite my intimate knowledge of the ins and outs of COVID travel and pet travel, I was not prepared for the level of interrogation from Dutch customs. I hadn't even realized we had to go through Dutch customs, but then nothing was particularly normal at this point. I looked longingly at the passenger lounges just beyond the customs booths. I'd been counting on a nap before our final flight. I could feel the exhaustion in my bones already, and we wouldn't even arrive in Rome until well after midnight. The impossibly tall, impossibly blonde official stared down at us. I looked back up bleary-eyed and juggling a cat as I searched for our passports to show him. Mine Italian, Adam's American. The American passport elicited a raised eyebrow. Americans aren't allowed in the EU right now. He's my husband, and we're returning to my home country, I explained. I was too tired to say more, which was probably for the best. More cat juggling, more shuffling, yet another official paper pulled out. Here, this is our marriage certificate with our names, and it has an apostille. 
I had learned about apostilles several years prior when I applied for my Italian citizenship recognition. Although not particularly hard to obtain, these official state seals made me feel safe. Original marriage certificate and official official seal of approval. He stared down at the papers and at the two tired humans with their two grumpy cats in front of him. Well, if you're sure Italy will let him in... Two stamps, and we gratefully shuffled through the barrier to find seats for a brief rest before the final flight. We're so close, I whispered to Adam as we waited for our bags some hours later in the Rome Fiumicino airport baggage claim. Despite a few half-hearted attempts at napping, real rest had proven elusive. The closer we got to our goal, the further it seemed. Over and over I looked at our stacks of paperwork. Copies of passports, copies of COVID tests, copies of flights, copies of an extra one-way flight to Turkey, in case the Italian authorities wanted proof that Adam would leave Italy before 90 days, since we hadn't really been able to secure his spousal approval to stay ahead of time, copies of the cat's vaccination records, and Irish stamp of approval into the EU, copies of our housing contract for the studio apartment in Rome we'd rented, copies of my Italian relative's contact information, Copies of pretty much every possible document that I thought might possibly be asked for or needed under these circumstances. And on top of it all was the precious copy of the Italian arrival document we'd been warned to bring and fill out in Italian that I had nearly had professional business cards printed over so that we could get that as well and comply with the rules. Thanks to the stress and effort taken to actually get it printed in Dublin, my eyes welled up with frustrated tears as I saw hundreds of copies freely available for arriving passengers to fill out at their leisure in the baggage claim. The moment of truth had arrived. Between two humans, two cats, eight suitcases, and our future in Italy remained only a single line of very impatient-looking Italian guards. I knew how we must look with our bags and cats stacked like Jenga blocks on our two carts. There is no way we weren't coming for a long stay, and Adam didn't yet have his paperwork quite in order. Ahead of us, an Italian woman with a sharp haircut, perfect business clothes, carrying nothing but a stylish briefcase, started walking through the nothing-to-declare section. She looked like she knew what she was doing, so I took a deep breath and pushed my cart behind her. I saw two of the guards start to speak loudly and frantically, with stereotypically characteristic arms flailing. Here we go, I thought. Adam e mio marito. Sono una cittadina a Italia. Adam is my husband. I am a citizen of Italy. Some of the few phrases I'd managed to memorize in the run-up to this grand adventure. Ugh, but why hadn't I spent more time on Rosetta Stone? Suddenly... The businesswoman ahead of us started speaking in rapid Italian back at the guards as she moved to the side. Shocked, I also stopped walking and stared as the guards and the woman began what sounded like a heated argument. It can be hard to tell in Italian, though, so as far as I knew, they could have been cousins or lovers. Another guard gestured at me impatiently and snapped an order of some sort. But this gesture, I recognized. He was waving us through. What the... I clutched the stacks of neglected paperwork bought at the price of so much time and sanity, and then I shook myself out of my reverie. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, I thought. Head down, I smiled and nodded to the guard as we walked through the green archway to freedom. Unbelievably, every single one of the guards ignored us entirely, the two humans, two cats, and eight suitcases, as they focused their attention on the businesswoman. In the parking lot, Adam and I simply stared at each other for a moment. They didn't even check. They didn't even check, 
I kept repeating almost angrily, thinking of my neglected paperwork. Adam smiled and held me. I know, honey, but we're here. We're here, I repeated in wonder. Little did I know that the events that preceded our arrival in Rome, this cacophony of swiftly shifting regulations and unpredictably bizarre scenarios requiring more cleverness, courtesy, and creativity than I'd ever before managed to summon, well, it perfectly foreshadowed the life we would soon be living in this glorious country. But for now, all that mattered was that we were here. Ashlyn Romagnoli, actual Italian in actual Italy. I think that'd look pretty good on a business card. Don't forget to subscribe at utopiaitalia.substack.com. That's U-T-O-P-I-A-I-T-A-L-I-A dot substack.com.